The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. After he had washed the feet of his disciples, Jesus said to them, I tell you most solemnly, no servant is greater than their master. No messenger is greater than the one who sent them. Now that you know this, Happiness will be yours if you behave accordingly. I am not speaking about all of you. I know the ones I have chosen. But what scripture says must be fulfilled. Someone who shares my table rebels against me. I tell you this now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe that I am he. I tell you most solemnly, whoever welcomes the one I send welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. In this month of of May, we traditionally look to Mary. Mary is the example of, of discipleship. And you remember when she heard that her cousin Elizabeth and her old age was pregnant, Mary rushed to see her. And I wonder, do you remember the words that Elizabeth said to Mary? Just in case you can't remember, it's these. Blessed is she who believed that the promises made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. Blessed is she who believed that the promises made her by the Lord would be fulfilled. One of the things about God is God is always faithful to his promises. And in lots of ways, this is what Paul is talking about in the first readings from the Acts of the Apostles. So a little bit of geography first. Remember last week that Paul had and Barnabas had left from, um, from Antioch in Syria and they'd gone across to Cyprus. And now from Cyprus, they've gone up to, to Perga, and, um, which is in the south coast of modern-day Turkey. And then about 150, 160 kilometres north to another Antioch, this time Antioch in again, what's modern-day Turkey. Um, so, so the message is going out. You'll notice also that Barnabas seems to have disappeared at the moment and Saul's changed his name 
to Paul. And so Paul is starting to become this great figure, one who really wants to announce the faithfulness of God's promises. And that's what we're getting here in the gospel, in the reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Paul is laying out to the people in the synagogue in Antioch the history of God's journey with his people and how he's faithful uh, in his promises. And we hear about how the, the nation of Israel grew and then God chose David, um, a man after my own heart who will carry out my whole purpose. A man after my own heart who will carry out my whole purpose. And it's to keep the promise that God made to him that God is raised up for Israel, one of David's descendants, Jesus as Saviour. So there is this, to keep his promise. God always keeps his promise. And so, again, we get that sense of the promise, you know, and promise is really about asking us to trust, and that means we've sometimes got to wait in patience um, for, for, um, for what God is going to unfold. And so when the gospel reading, we've, we've gone back to the Last Supper, and Jesus is talking to his disciples about what's to happen. And he says, I tell you this now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you may believe that I am he. In other words, don't be afraid. Trust. The promise is coming. You know, and it was this whole sort of thing of when everything appeared to end on Good Friday on the cross, that the disciples had to trust and wait for the promise to be fulfilled, which was Jesus rising from the dead. And that's the same in our life too, isn't it? You know, that we've got to trust when all may seem despair and lost and the love and the mercy, the compassion of Jesus. And that can be a real challenge at times, you know, because we want things in life so often to go according to our timetable. When I was um, at a, a newly, um, well, I wasn't even a priest. I was a, a seminarian uh, training to be a priest. And, um, and this parish that I was in, uh, the parish priest would never allow any Christmas carols to be sung um, before midnight mass started, even if we were having a carol service before midnight mass. Um, it was always a solemn ending of Advent because Advent ended at midnight, Christmas Day started on Christmas Day. And the people used to hate it. And in the end, um, we talked to the parish priest and letting us have a Christmas carol service. And I was entrusted with being uh, arranging it. So I wrote the narrative. The only problem was midnight mass started four minutes late. Um, started at four minutes past 12. And that comment was made to me afterwards. Ah, oh, you started four minutes, we started four minutes late. And I says, ah, oh, yes, but the Jews had to wait hundreds of years for the coming of the Messiah. Four minutes isn't too bad. 
But the point is that I'm trying to make is that sometimes we want God to act now, to do everything like that, and it doesn't work like that. Rather, we're called to be, as Jesus says in the Gospel, servants. I tell you most solemnly, no servant is greater than his master. No messenger is greater than the one who sent them. And it's that whole sort of thing again of actually we're not in charge. God's in charge. And we've got to trust him. We've got to trust him. And that was the thing about King David. He had this real passionate love for God and really wanted to follow him, even when he got it horribly wrong. He knew God was faithful to his promises and he'd pick himself up and go um, after and would, would carry on striving to live his life as a faithful follower of God as best he could. There's another one, I think, who has that heart after God's own heart, who will carry out my whole purpose, and that's Mary. Mary is the one who believed the promises made to her. And it was that that carried her through her life, with the prospect that Joseph could have her stoned to death according to the law, it was the faithfulness of God's promise that sustained her when she and Joseph had to flee with the child into Egypt. It was that faith in the promise that sustained her. When Jesus was on the road and she was worried about him, it was that faith in the promise that sustained her when she stood at the foot of the cross. What about you? Do you believe the promises made to you? Do I believe the promises made to me? Do I look to my God and hopeful trust? Or do I let fear invade my soul? And we can never do that because that's not the work of God. We believe a God and a God who is faithful to his promises.